This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim, and very happy to be so, Tim. Yeah, it's been, uh, if you follow us, it's been actually four weeks, not our regular two weeks since our last episode, and that's because... I did my civic duty and was on federal jury uh, for two for the past really past two weeks. So uh, we missed our last our last episode, but here we are. We're back. Here at we it. are. And Tim, I am proud of you. You oh. did your civic duty. That's important. Thank you and very so, much. But but apologies to all of our loyal listeners for the delay. But we're we're back. We Hello. are back, and we are back with trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences where we normally uh, review the past two weeks and the trends that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine. And this is episode 211, so we will discuss four trends in this episode, along with uh, sharing four recommended readings, one that goes with each of the four trends that we'll discuss. We end each episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about trends we believe we'll observe hopefully in the next two weeks, right. uh, and we will share those. So, Abby, start us off by talking about our four trends and our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, we have, from the past four weeks, for obvious reasons, we have many more articles that we've accrued over that period of time than we normally would. But uh, the it did fall into a very recognizable pattern of trends that we have seen pretty reliably over the past few years. Number one, the first trend that we saw was articles about hardware and software, which is common for us. This yeah. Typically, hardware and software is one of our top two trends. It is, yes. We saw, we saw discussions of Web 3.0. We saw instructional software introductions and reviews, including two that we find particularly interesting. One is MIT's App Inventor, and the other is the Blooklet, Bl sorry, Blooket, game-based learning platform, uh, both of which are quite popular. Yeah, um, it's K-12 for Book It. It's a, very, yes. it's a relatively new one that um, my sample of two out of two high schoolers <laughs> who live with you, <laughs> who live with me, seem to enjoy it quite, quite a lot. We also noticed that, um, well, we didn't notice, we read an article about Israel testing robot teachers. It's a great article. It's the creepiest photograph <laughs> that goes along with the article, though. Um, but they're testing this idea of sort of robot teachers for remote teaching. We also saw a number of articles about software upgrades, including the, uh, the app Slack, adding name pronunciations to user profiles. We saw news of the latest Apple products. Apple had its WWDC 2022 conference this past, I guess it was about a week ago. Yeah. There were reviews of Microsoft's new Surface Laptop Go-To, uh, positive reviews. And then we saw also Google for Education partnering with Figma, which means that Chromebooks will be receiving some very powerful new design and prototyping tools in the near future. The uh, current uh, Figma tools that go with Pro Chromebooks are in beta right now, but they it, it is a promising development. Uh, at least we think so. Yeah, and if you haven't tried out Figma, uh, it's figma.com. It's a pretty neat tool. If you it do a lot, of, if you do design and prototyping, 
network right. or work teach others to do that. It's a very cool tool. It's a very cool tool. Our recommended read in this area, though, is fairly basic, but but really kind of a great collection. Top Free Sites for Creating Digital Art by Diane Recifo for Tech and Learning. And once again, as always, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing anybody's name. But this article is a nice collection of digital art tools that we, that Tim, you and I were looking at, and it's got it's kind of got a it's a wide range. Some things that will be great for young students to use. Some things that will be great for instruction uh, teachers to use for instruction. So uh, that's our recommended read in hardware and software. Number two, our number two trend: security and citizenship, which again common very common we see this uh really popping up pretty much every couple of weeks we saw and we say this with a wry <laughs> smile california parents may soon be able to sue companies for their children's social media addiction very interesting <laughs> i think that's all we're going to say about it. yeah let's yeah we will we will not editorialize i will certainly not editorialize living in California and being a parent of two teenagers who may or may not go. be on social media nonstop. Right. So now another thing that we, we saw, which we may editorialize about a bit more here is uh, right. a very interesting article in the New York times. It was uh, it, the accusation of cheating in online learning mm -hmm. settings. The accusation here, the case that was described in this New York times article was one of uh, AI, artificial intelligence, picking up somebody taking a, a test, I guess it was, uh, online, and they looked away from the screen for five, ten minutes, something like that, or for maybe a few minutes, and they were flagged as potentially cheating. Now, the professor, apparently, had never met the student, had never interacted with the student. The AI picked up on this, and this seems to me to be kind of Orwellian in it in its own sense like I just I'm not sure that I really trust an AI to make these kind of decisions I agree <laughs> and the fact and that it, the professor hadn't interacted with the student we'll, we'll gloss over that well it speaks to the design of right. the instructional event yes I mean, 100 instructional designers I think you and yes. I are looking at this thing and going what what <laughs> so yes so that that happened we also saw, oh my goodness, <laughs> we saw backlash against DuckDuckGo for its tracking deal with Microsoft. DuckDuckGo, which to me is yeah. like the gold standard of uh, being able to browse without being tracked. Right. Had a tracking deal with Microsoft, to which <laughs> I can only say DuckDuck no. <laughs> right. No and, ducking way. I can't exactly. believe that any of this actually happened. It was uh, very disappointing. Now, on the brighter side, Consumer Reports is increasing its cybersecurity testing and reporting. That is to say that Consumer Reports received a large grant. They're a nonprofit organization. They received a large grant uh, to continue and to expand their testing and reporting on cybersecurity. So, for example, if you have... Um, a new camera device uh, that that Consumer Reports is, is testing, they will be testing more carefully to see how much information can leak from that device into the, the, the network, into the larger internet. So uh, this is important stuff because there, I 
I personally view them as a reliable source. And I encouraged, I think we're both encouraged that they are able to do more testing and reporting in this area. On the lighter, not lighter, but on the sort of more smaller side, TikTok has just added new screen time controls to remind users to take a break. And that's important. Recommended read in this area is sort of global. It's not it's not going to come as a big surprise to any of our colleagues out there listening, but the article is Remote Learning Apps Tracked Millions of Kids Around the World by Kwe Si Jianthi Asidu for Protocol. It's essentially a report on the findings from a study conducted by the Human Rights Watch, but it's very well reported. That is, it's a nice capsule version of this Human Rights Watch report. And it does have a link to the, the full report, but that uh, it is a good description of how often these apps that we think of as being genuine, generally innocuous are actually tracking data in a way that the young people are not aware of. So that's, that's, sec that's trend number two. Trend number three, instructional design and teaching. There were a few articles about online instruction. We, we, brought those into this one trending topic here because the art, the articles that we saw the most of were instructional design and teaching related generally. So we saw a description of the instructional coach's role. We saw strategies for things like building classroom community. We saw a very interesting discussion about social emotional learning. We saw a new research report that suggests that just being exposed to new things makes people ready to learn. We saw a how-to for quick and easy video projects. We saw discussions on learning theory and practice. We saw a new research report on how early STEM stereotypes begin for children. And the bad news here is that the STEM stereotyping begins very, very early. It's with very young children. Now, we also saw more mundane aspect of things. We saw uh, tips for improving slideshow lessons. It's a good set of tips though. Our recommended read in this area is Four Misconceptions of Online Learning by Blair Stamper for Educause Review. Uh, Stamper describes four common misconceptions and perhaps more importantly offers a series of good suggestions for designing course activities that refute these misconceptions. So that's number three. Those are our, that's trending. Number four trending, uh, it has come up recently it in has. the past six months or so. For a while, a few years back, it was all the rage. Virtual reality, artif um, augmented reality, and the metaverse. We're seeing a lot more about the metaverse recently. We saw a good many reports on K-12 and on higher education interest in the metaverse. We saw new virtual reality hardware and software releases. For example, Apple and Meta are both working on new headsets for VR. We saw a report of using building information modeling applications. They're typically referred to as BIM or BIM applications. Uh, but these were being used with construction management students at East Carolina University, my academic Go home. Pirates. Go Pirates. Thank you, ARG. Go Pirates. Um, and that made national news. That wasn't just uh, something that just sort of crept up in my own uh, email accounts. That was that, that not we're not just reporting it because it's my home base, but we're reporting it because it, it went out over much larger 
uh, but, media outlets. But still, go Pirates. But go Pirates. Recommended read in this area is Meet the Metaverse by Michael B. Horn for Education Next. It's a really good overview of what the metaverse is and what the metaverse isn't. I feel, Tim, I feel like we've been making some recommendations about this a number of times for these sort of broad overview we articles. Have. But still, I think we agree that, that they're important and they are kind of the best way to, to gain the greatest understanding. If you can only read one article about VRAR and the metaverse in, from the past couple of weeks, this is the article to read. And those are our four trends and our four recommended readings, Tim. Thanks, Abby. So now we turn our attention to peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. Yes. Typical ones, if you followed us and what we've said in this episode, hardware and software, it's going to be a trend. Hardware and software, absolutely. ID, so ID and teaching, instructional design and teaching, most yeah, likely, that's been, including that's online instruction. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and including online instruction. Yeah. I think we're both a little surprised that we haven't seen more uh, about online instruction and remote learning. I agree. I, but we are kind of happy to see a lot about instructional design and the teach, the active teaching we, teaching strategies generally. We are indeed. We, I mean, so That's th great. That is dear, near and dear to our hearts. I think we're going to see a lot more about teaching citizenship and security right. in K-12 settings. And I shouldn't just say I think. You and I were yeah. talking about this yeah. earlier. We... we we think we're going to see more about not just we've always seen articles about citizenship and security. Right. We're going to see more about we think we're going to see more about the teaching of these activities mm -hmm. in classrooms, in K-12 settings and and preparing educators to teach these skills. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we're going to see a lot more about the metaverse. We are. It's, it's here. I mean, have a, uh, yeah. that topic is here to stay for a while now. Just. For everyone to rem a reminder, right. the metaverse is not owned by any one group. That is to say, Meta, regardless of the fact that Facebook changed its name to Meta, it does not own the metaverse. The metaverse is a much larger conceptual issue, but we're going to see a lot more articles right. about it because of Meta's investment in establishing this. And also with Web 3.0, which we'll probably see more articles about Web 3.0, the good points and the bad points of that. Tim, I think that's what we're seeing. Awesome. Thank you, Abby. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of episode 211 of our podcast. As we always do, we like to thank our followers and viewers of our Flipboard magazine. And if you haven't taken a look at that, that is on our website. And that's uh, all the articles that we 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 gather and we 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 analyze and look at for each episode, you can find links to them on our Flipboard magazine. We'd also like to thank our podcast subscribers. Speaking of our podcast, you can listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links to our recommended readings on our website at trendsandissues.com. Our next episode, fingers crossed, will come out June 29th. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green.